and gentlemen, this will be a tribute to Charlotte Easerby, 1930 to 2022, a month or so ago. She is a unique figure in the history of American education. She is one of our few heroes in a field badly damaged and tarnished by most of its official practitioners. It's important to understand why she is so significant. First of all, she's best known as the author of The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America, which she described as a chronological paper trail of that very dumbing down. So we are not talking about theories and post facto generalizations. Instead, we're talking about the actual documents which unleashed the dogs of the education wars. I urge everyone to view at least one video by Charlotte Easerby and pass it on to a friend or download the whole book and dip into it when you can. Here is her unusual story. She had a job in the Reagan administration circa 1970 when she was hired by the Department of Public Education. Officially she was doing what the other federal bureaucrats were doing namely carrying out the orders of invisible commissars. One basic technique was to become involved in local politics in numerous small towns and then try to influence opinion in a leftward direction. People who were Christians, conservatives, traditionalists, or otherwise resistant to her message were labeled as resistors. They were the enemy. That is to say, typical Americans were the enemy of the people controlling our public schools. Soon after starting to work in the federal government, she realized that her agency had a vast library of secret publications. These were intended to guide and control the government's meddling in education. Charlotte Easerby started taking things home. Lots of things that our education bureaucrats wrote on behalf of Soviet approaches to education. Technically, she considered herself a whistleblower, but it's probably fair to say left-wingers in the agency would consider her a traitor. Her full manuscript reached 900 pages and is available. Shorter versions were also published. This is basically an historical document written by bureaucrats, spies, secret agents, and saboteurs starting before 1900. These people, to a remarkable degree, have this in common. They are commies, and they want you to be one of them. Typically, Americans have no idea how far out and subversive these bureaucrats have become. Everything they did was intended to weaken and destroy the traditional strengths of American society. So now you know why I say she is unique. The Bolsheviks, the common turn, the uncountable agents of influence loose in this country rarely left a trail. They were loyal, disciplined, eager to serve the cause, and self-effacing. My own education work consists of hundreds of articles analyzing theories and methods. I am saying, look America, these things don't work. Why have you permitted this stuff to triumph? But people can object. That's just your opinion, right? Charlotte Isabee's work is saying, listen America, here is where all the big gimmicks were developed. Yes, the poisons that have damaged K-12, 
They were not accidents falling down from the sky. They were always unsuccessful because they were designed not to work. Preeminently, of course, that is the obvious case with sight words, which has destroyed literacy. The main thing we have, thanks to Charlotte Easterby, is documents created in stated years by known authority figures. This history is long, interconnected, and endlessly disturbing. It's astonishing that so many high-level Americans were eager to destroy their own country. Summing up, this is not history in the clouds. This is dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.